Today is Friday, August 12th, 2022, and the FBI claims it was looking for nuclear weapons at Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. Ladies and gentlemen, we knew he loved Kim Jong-un, but we didn't know that he himself was a little rocket man. Merrick Garland admits he signed off on Raid, and computer repair shop owner who had Hunter Biden's laptop was told by the FBI to stay silent. Man, ladies and gentlemen, how far does the rat hole go? My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want truth in troubled times, and if you need to laugh, and if you want a little bit of humor in troubled times, we all do. This has been a heavy week. We encourage you to head on over to Parlor.com. On Parlor, we have an exclusive show called The Left Can't Meme. This week's episode is all about the Trump raid. It includes a couple of very interesting memes having to do with the cross-dressing FBI. Who knows what they took from Melania Trump's boudoir? We don't know, but we know the operation was called Cross-Dresser Hurricane. Head on over to the platform parlor. It's a free speech platform so we can publish all the memes we couldn't publish on other places and it's an amazing show. Ladies and gentlemen, parlor where free speech lives. Let's jump into our first story today. FBI agents were searching for nuclear weapons. This is what they've come up with. <laughs> this is now a world record for debunked hoaxes by the corporate media and the deep state. A massive world record for debunking of the hoaxes. It took them, it took them 72 hours, so the news broke on Monday that they had raided Donald Trump's house, and Donald Trump tweeted it out immediately. Now, a couple things here. If Donald Trump was running a nuclear reactor from Mar-a-Lago, a couple things. I'd be glowing, okay? Because I've been to Mar-a-Lago many times. I'd have this really bright radiation. I'd be able to microwave food by holding it up to my body. I've been to Mar-a-Lago many times. This clearly isn't happening, but also if Donald Trump was doing this, why would Donald Trump announce the raid? Why would Donald Trump go out and say, hey, they raided my home. They raided Mar-a-Lago. If Donald Trump was doing something nefarious, he would want to keep that under wraps. He would want to strike a deal. He would want to work with investigators, and we know that he worked with investigators. So what the hell is going on here? What's going on is they have a new hoax, ladies and gentlemen. They needed to create a dangerous, scary precedent for this unprecedented move of raiding a president's house. This is what they're doing. And they're shopping this out to the typical microwave brain blue anons drooling going, Donald Trump had the nuclear code. Yes, of course Donald Trump had access to nuclear materials. Donald Trump was the president of the United States. By the way, what do you think this is? Like, uh, do you think this is like the password on your grandmother's computer? Do you think that's how the nuclear football works? I have, I have people on my staff who work for the Air Force that run the nuclear football. And let me tell you what, I checked in with them and it's not like the password on your grandmother's iPhone. It doesn't just, it's not one, two, three password. That's not the password for the nuclear code. It's not like if Donald Trump took something that, that it's like he can just log in at any time and launch nukes at, where would Donald Trump launch nukes at? Canada, probably at this point. <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, this is a new lie, and it has now been thoroughly debunked. Merrick Garland was smoked out, brought out on stage yesterday, whimpering, shaking, peeing his pants. Did you watch it yesterday? He was shivering. You could see him physically shaking yesterday. And then as soon as he was done, he said, yes, I ordered. I'm sorry. Here's our Merrick Garland impression. 
Yes, I ordered the raid on Donald Trump's house. We are very upset about mean things being tweeted by the FBI. That's Merrick Garland, okay? So as soon as he's done, he says, hey, the FBI, we don't leak information. We let our court filings speak for us, okay? They've been using that line over and over and over again. It clearly went to very high-priced PR firms, and those PR firms told them, we let our court filings speak for us. Okay, what happens as soon as he walks off stage? As soon as he walks off stage, they leak to the Washington Post. And the Washington Post splashes up on their front page. Trump has nuclear weapons hidden inside of Mar-a-Lago. Here's the story from Fox News. Clip one, let's go. Good evening, Shannon. Uh, the, tonight, the Washington Post is reporting that sensitive documents concerning nuclear weapons may have been among the items that FBI agents were seeking when they conducted Monday's search warrant here at Mar-a-Lago. The newspaper attributing that to people familiar with the investigation and adding that fear of those documents falling into the wrong hands may have driven the Justice Department's urgency that it displayed in conducting this search warrant. But tonight, attorneys for the former president are pushing back. Take a listen. I have not specifically spoken to the president about what nuclear uh, materials may or may not have been in there. I do not believe there were any in there. The legal team had done a very thorough search and had turned over. We've been very cooperative with uh, the Biden administration and the DOJ. So Donald Trump is there saying, hey, uh, I actually don't have any nuclear weapons, that may be what you all think because I have this beautiful orange glow. Maybe I have uranium-235 buried here inside of Melania Trump's underwear drawer and that's why the FBI was having to sniff through that. Donald Trump saying on Truth Social, nuclear weapons issue is a hoax, just like Russia, just like every other investigation. Absolutely not. Are they planting evidence? This is what Donald Trump is saying on Truth Social. Donald Trump has every single right to defend himself. He has been the subject of every conceivable hoax in mankind. And by the way, this is, listen, you guys, we've shown you the polling. This is backfiring. This is a disaster. And Merrick Garland is having to come out and essentially take the heat for this. It's not looking good for the deep state that executed this. Something went wrong. Something went horribly, horribly wrong in this operation. We know it. You know it. It's really, really collapsing in on the deep state right now. And it's it's clear because you can see that they're trying to cover their asses everywhere that they go. They're attempting to make excuses for this. They're not being forthright with their warrants. And now Donald Trump is saying, release all the documents. Release them all. Trump's calling their bluff and Trump's calling it a hoax. And Trump's calling them down on the mat. Clip two, go. The only reason the information Garland says he wants to release wouldn't come out today is if former President Trump blocks it. And Trump claims that's not going to happen. He writes on Truth Social, not only will I not oppose the release of documents related to the un-American, unwarranted, and unnecessary raid, I am going a step further by encouraging the immediate release of those documents. A Trump lawyer is also now responding to uh, reporting in the Washington Post that the Justice Department was searching... Uh, with that warrant for materials that are related to nuclear weapons, Trump himself just uh, posted again on uh, his social media website. He says, nuclear weapons issue is a hoax. 
Just like Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax. The Mueller investigation was a hoax and much more. Some sleazy people involved. Why wouldn't the FBI allow inspection of areas at Mar-a-Lago with our lawyers or others present? Made them wait outside in the heat. Wouldn't even let them get close. Said absolutely not. Planting information, anyone, reminds me of a Christopher Steele dossier. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. So there's Merrick Garland, who yesterday was forced. We were going to start our show with that, but this morning everything went nuclear, literally and metaphorically. That's Merrick Garland yesterday saying straight up, hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I am the one who signed off on this warrant, which is weird, which is a little strange because Merrick Garland's operatives and his deputies were leaking to Newsweek just two days ago that Merrick Garland had nothing to do with this operation. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. What's going on? Let's check in on Newsweek just from two days ago. Senior Department of Justice sources, these are the people who work for Merrick Garland. Newsweek's a far-left publication. Newsweek has sources inside the DOJ saying that Garland was briefed, but that he had no knowledge of this warrant. He says his grand, he knew about the grand jury material, but that Garland was, had stepped away. It was Christopher Wray who ultimately gave the go-ahead. This is according to Newsweek. This is an exact quote. It's really the case of the Bureau, the FBI, misreading the impact. This is from a DOJ source saying that the FBI botched this entire thing. They called it a disaster. So wait a second. You have Merrick Garland's top deputies going out and essentially slandering and sliming the FBI, blaming the FBI. And then yesterday, Merrick Garland has to come up on stage shaking because he got smoked out. Because people were going on camera and people were going to the press and saying there's no way that Merrick Garland didn't know. These people remember Watergate and the reason why Richard Nixon had to resign and the reason why people went to jail is because they denied knowing what they knew. There were winks and nods from the Nixon White House the entire way through that operation and they know that this thing will wind its way all the way up to the real president of the United States which is Susan Rice and Ron Klain. Joe Biden we believe actually (laughs) doesn't actually know what flavor the pudding cup was for breakfast this morning. Something that won't surprise you at all is that I am addicted to my cell phone. Why? Well, because I run a digital news company and at The Benny Show, we have 10 employees and they need to be online and their service needs to work and we need to make a profit to keep in business. So I have got to be balancing my budget as well. So how do you stay online and balance a budget, especially in these tight economic times? Use Pure Talk. We use Pure Talk at The Benny Show. It is the official sponsor of The Benny Show and their service is incredible. It is the most reliable 5G network in America and for just 30 bucks, you can get talk, text, and data on America's best 
network. And with the code Benny, you get 50% off your first month. Most families save around 75 bucks by switching over to Pure Talk. That's like a tank of gas. And who couldn't use an extra tank of gas in Joe Biden's America? So go over to puretalkusa.com and use the code Benny to get 50% off your new cell service today. And if you need one more reason to do it, you provide American jobs by doing this. Pure Talk is run by a United States military veteran, is their CEO man. They want America to win and you will win if you switch to Pure Talk today. Use the code Benny to get 50% off. Steve Bannon said as much yesterday on Steve Bannon's show. We're obviously a defenders of Steve on this program. We like the war room a lot. We like Steve and we're proud of his fight against the deep state. We would normally not play other commentary show clips, but this was just too good. This was too choice. Steve Bannon saying what we all know is true. Merrick Garland tried as hard as he could to try and place the blame at the feet of the FBI. They're fighting. They're going after each other like rats. And Merrick Garland, in a sign of weakness, like a wounded animal, had to go out. He was 40 minutes late. Had to go out shaking, shivering, weeping, crying, in his voice, you can tell in that clip, and had to admit that he's the man behind it all. Believe me, he didn't want to do this, and Steve Bannon taking a massive victory lap. Go. Lies from your staff. The Newsweek editor's got to come forward now and say, hey, here are the two guys that told us, right? Here's the two people that told us. They said they had, Newsweek doesn't make this stuff up. They said they had direct knowledge of the matter and were authorized by the Justice Department to tell them we don't know what the FBI did. It looked like it, they thought it was a normal course of business. We have no idea what happened. And now you come out today and say you personally approved it? Did they lie and you try to do the misdirection play that we all be satisfied with? No, because the war room and other entities smoked you out of your cave and forced you to come up there today and wet yourself on global TV. You're an embarrassment. You make Biden look like a man. you got to stand in and own a decision. Don't sit there with the little humped shoulders and the crackling voice. Oh, and I will not stand by. Yeah, you will stand by. You're going to stand by. How about this? You're a lawless scumbag. The people around you are lawless scumbags. The FBI is nothing but a new American Gestapo. They're a bunch of lawless thugs, right? You'll kick down the door and put a gold star mother who's a, who's a, a, a election official in Colorado in chains. Your big shots there. You pull Peter Navarro, a 70 year old man off a plane when he's got lawyers talking to him and put him in chains like a dog. This is what you, your big shots. Hey, guess what? Your days are ending. You're blown out the ballot box. Then you're going to be brought up on charges. You're going to be impeached. And then criminal charges should be filed against you. This is an outrage. This is an outrage. Let's see the affidavit. Let's see everything. What was it that the Trump lawyers were in discussions? You had a grand jury subpoena. The lawyer on today, Christina Bob, said she had to ask you. You tried to play hardball at first with the warrant. And then you didn't send, show her all the warrant. You didn't show her all of it. They said part of it's sealed. You're a liar. And not just that, you're a wimp liar. You're an embarrassing little wimp, the little crackling voice. You're about to cry there about three or four times. Did you have to get your courage up? You had to walk around and get your courage up? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement where you had to have your press officers sit there and mark it up? Yeah, by the way, we told Newsweek the other day we had nothing to do with it. We smoked you out. 
We smoked you out on a global stage, and now you had to come out and say you did it when you tried to lie and spin it the other day and hope that we would just sit there, oh, yeah, 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 the FBI. Dave Bossy, Dave Bossy said at the time, that's a lie. It had to be Merrick Garland. And guess what? It was a lie, and it was Merrick Garland. There we go. <laughs> we're all sitting here in the studio cracking up at that clip. Honestly, we're fans of Steve, and and, and we were very excited to make our War Room debut two weeks ago. And we're very, very excited to announce here that Steve Bannon will be coming on this program relatively soon. We're working on it. Uh, and to give us an update, we'll hope to maybe book that early next week and he'll come on and he'll give us an update. As you've seen this week, we've been bringing on more guests. We've had an exciting rollout of various people coming on board as we improve new technology on this show. All of it from you, ladies and gentlemen, all of it supported by you. We are 100% supported by the viewers and we say thank you so very much. If you want to support us further, Please, please, we know it's hard times on people. People can barely afford gasoline these days. The only thing we ask, like the page, share the video, comment. We love reading the comments. It was, comments were popping off last night with Bryson Gray, one of the best rappers in America. He was on this show. We had Darren Beatty on this show this week. We had Rick Cornell, Cash Patel. Ladies and gentlemen, subscribe to The Benny Show. We're bringing you raw, unedited. Carrie Lake didn't ask me anything. For an hour, she was on here. For one hour, took only your questions. We say thank you. God bless you. And again, on this show, viewership just spiking through the roof. We'd have records, record weeks. If you want to support us, just like the program, just follow on Apple Podcasts or any podcast platforms. And again, we say thank you. Reading into this, ladies and gentlemen, is so brutal for the FBI. They think that they can control the narratives. They can't. The reason why Garland had to be dragged out like a rat, like a shaking, wet bilge rat, is because they know that this is backfiring. This even the polling. Polling shows that 85% of Republicans are now more motivated to vote in the midterm elections. And what's the number one thing that these people fear the very most? You. You. Let's say you're walking down the street and you see Paul Pelosi wobbling and wandering out of a bar and he offers to give you a ride home. Would you get in his car? Let's say Hunter Biden offered to take your laptop to the repair shop. Would you let him? Of course not, because you're a smart person. So why would you let Hunter Biden's father and Paul Pelosi's wife, Nancy and Joe, run your bank account? Of course you wouldn't. Why are you trusting these people to manage your money? They are doing a horrific job of it, and you can see the signs of that all around the country. Inflation is going insane. Inflation is real. The real CPI is at another 40-year high. The recession is real. They're lying to you. There is a recession, and if your money is tied up in the U.S. dollar, then you are messing with fire. You are getting inside of that passenger seat with Paul Pelosi at the wheel slurring his words. It's critical for you to take a hard look Look right now at your family's value, income, and savings and say, wait a second, it's time to diversify. Gold and silver is what I suggest through my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free information kit on how to diversify your savings with precious metals. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. I myself have used Birch Gold and I now have some of my savings diversified into actual, literal, physical gold that I can hold in my hand and it is a wonderful 
wonderful feeling, ladies and gentlemen. Text Benny to 989898 to get a Birch Gold Info Kit today and start learning about real value. Donald Trump is simply endemic of you. He is the representative of the deplorables. If they can let Donald Trump get away with taking down the deep state, then they know that the rest of us can see that it's possible. It's like the scene out of A Bug's Life. You remember the grasshoppers? When he talks about like if one ant, if we let one ant stand up to us, the rest of us will too. It's a great scene. We can't play it here because Disney will copyright strike us. But it's an amazing scene. And if you have little kids, you probably watch that movie and it's exactly what's playing out right now. They have to persecute Donald Trump because they know that the rest of us will say, wait a second, Donald Trump took on the deep state and won. And now the rest of us can too. This is exactly what Donald Trump's talking about when he shares the meme. They're after, they're after you. I'm just standing in the way. Garland said he couldn't reveal further details about the raid during his speech yesterday. But lo and behold, the Washington Post gets a leak about the nuclear weapons program and that that may be what they're going after for Trump. This is just red meat. Like, sorry, not red meat. Democrats don't eat red meat. This is like red. This is like, like pasty soy that they're throwing their base. It's just hunks of soy that they chuck into their rabid base to sit there and eat because they need a reason to be hopeful. This was a lie. It is a lie. Donald Trump says it's a lie. And Donald Trump says it's a hoax once more. Garland took no questions yesterday. And then he went on to criticize recent verbal attacks against law enforcement. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do not encourage anybody anybody to go show up in D.C. outside FBI headquarters. Don't do it. We disavow all violence on this program. Ladies and gentlemen, it, that's not what people are worried about. That, uh, look, to be quite honest with you, the thing that they're the most, the scariest thing is not a protest outside the FBI. The scariest thing is you running for city council. The scariest thing is you knocking doors in your neighborhood for Republicans. The scariest thing is you becoming a precinct committeeman. The, scare, the thing that terrifies the machine the very most is you saying, I'm going to run for school board. Hey, I've been a stay-at-home mom. I think school board would be like three nights a week. I think I'm going to run for school board. Maybe one weekend a month. That's what is terrifying to the machine, ladies and gentlemen. Not you protesting outside of the FBI. Don't do it. It's a trap. It's a trap. And people who are calling for violence right now, we disavow them, and they're probably feds to be quite honest with you. Trump was ordered to respond by 3 p.m. on Friday today for the DOJ's motion to unseal the warrant. Trump said, release the documents. This morning at 6 a.m., Trump went on Truth Social and said, hey, release the documents. See ya. Calling out their bluff. What a spectacular backfire. We keep going back to this Newsweek article, but ladies and gentlemen, this is the truth. This Newsweek article was issued by a DOJ apparatchik somebody who worked for Merrick Garland two days ago when they thought they had this under control. The Newsweek article has a DOJ top official, a 30-year veteran of the FBI, according to the article, saying that this was an unmitigated disaster and, I quote, a failure. They blame it on Christopher Wray. They say that this was totally botched and that they were trying to avoid a media circus, according to the article, but that it has backfired and the very firestorm they sought to avoid is now a fallout for the Bureau. A 30-year DOJ official, no doubt a deputy, right now for Merrick Garland. This is the truth. They were trying to blame it on the FBI, 
and Merrick Garland got the order. He got ha- he got dragged out of there. Did that look like a man who was wanting to be on camera yesterday? Did you watch it? Did it look like a man who wanted to be on camera? No. No, 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 no. Because Merrick Garland knows that by doing this, what he's done is he's done a couple things. One, he's destroyed his career forever, and he's probably guaranteed his own impeachment. Hey, Merrick, how you doing? Now, it didn't sound like, it didn't sound, does that sound like a, play it, Sam. Does this sound like a confident man? Warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. And third, uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers Please, kids, check my pockets for Warther's Originals. This is not a strong man. It's not an act of strength to do this. We've been saying it on the show. Don't believe the noise. They want you to think that they're in power. Shunshu's art of war, right? If you have no strength, at least act powerful. They have been mortally wounded. They know that they are dying. They know that the liberal world order is being rejected by Americans. It's, they know that they are losing the black vote, the Hispanic vote. They know that their party is becoming whiter and more elitist. They know that they are everything that they despise, they represent. They are the oligarchs, they are the, fasc- the fascists, and they are acting desperate. This is a move of desperation. I cannot state it enough, and we'll move on from this story, but I cannot state it enough. We must break through the noise here on this show. This is not an act of strength. This is an act of desperation. This is a mortally wounded animal that is lashing out. If you were strong, then you would behave strong. These are the behaviors of a uh, psychotic ex-girlfriend that's on way too many uppers and downers, all right? This is not a stable person. They know that they have screwed up here. This is why Joe Biden was sent on vacation with Hunter Biden and a bag of crack. Ladies and gentlemen, Merrick Garland didn't want to go out there because of this next story. House Oversight Committee demands the scrutiny of the National Archives and the FBI raid of Trump and Mar-a-Lago. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be bad news for these actors. Republicans have seized on this moment, and it is wonderful to see people like Josh Hawley beating the drum, people like Kevin McCarthy. I know we have some people in the audience that don't like McCarthy. Every time we mention McCarthy, a bunch of people coming in the comments and saying don't like McCarthy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give him his due here, okay? And I got to tell you, the ruling is out for me on McCarthy. My wife even gives it to me over this, but the ruling is out for me on McCarthy. I think Kevin McCarthy has the chance, has the opportunity to be perhaps the best Republican House Speaker in American history. Kevin McCarthy was out with a statement on this raid within 60 minutes of the news breaking, saying, preserve your documents, Merrick Garland. Kevin McCarthy knew that Merrick Garland was the guy who gave the order. Kevin McCarthy called it from day one. And Kevin McCarthy has been beating the drums on a Facebook message uh, 24 hours ago. Kevin McCarthy said, hey, now is the time. If Republicans don't stand up to this, then we'll lose our supporters forever. They'll go make a new party. This is the time. And he did that message directly to Mitch McConnell, who went right into the Galapagos Turtles encasement in the zoo and put his head inside of his shell. That's what Mitch McConnell did. 72 hours it took Mitch McConnell to release a limp dick, low testosterone statement about this. So sad. Senate Republicans, you must have a leadership vote and you must get rid of this old ass sad man. 
he no longer represents the Republican Party of today. Perhaps back in the day when we could hold hands and kumbaya with people, Mitch McConnell was the right uniparty guy. He is no longer. Send him back to the Galapagos Islands, into his shell. He can munch on lettuce for the rest of his live-long days. They, those turtles live to be like 250 years old. So, you know, happy trails, Mitch McConnell. See ya. Gotta get rid of him. Gotta get rid of him. Republicans, listen to me. S leader, Ted Cruz. Leader, Rand Paul. Leader, Josh Hawley. None of this Joni Ernst, John Barrasso, John Cornyn garbage. John Cornyn committed the cardinal sin, a sin against the party, passing gun control, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no more. No more. Now is the time. Republican oversight. Members of the House Oversight Committee are demanding answers about the role the National Archives played in FBI's Monday raid. Ooh, so we're going to bring the librarians in on this. It's going to be amazing. Lawmakers led by ranking member James Comer, who is a baller, ladies and gentlemen. James Comer dropping heaters on Twitter. We encourage you to follow James Comer. He's going to be the next Jim Jordan. Trust me on that. Jim Jordan also will be joining the program very soon. He's traveling today. He would have been with us. Other members of Congress who will be with us. Mike Lee next week will be with us. Senator, he's amazing and also a former federal prosecutor. So he has a very interesting take on what's happening right now. So stay tuned. The United States, uh, the, the archivist of the United States, Deborah Wall, Wednesday expressed concerns and request for preservation of documents. <laughs> when was the last time they called in the librarians? Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. This is all about deep state capture. This is all about the capture of the total institutions. Even institutions like the library, like the National Archives are being politicized and weaponized against Donald Trump. It must be broken. These people must know that their actions will bear consequences. And when they start seeing these FBI agents perp walked into the district court there in Washington, D.C., they will all know. That's the only way. The reason you get this and my friend Jesse Kelly said this so beautifully on the radio. I was listening to his radio program. He says, if somebody breaks into my house, Jesse Kelly is on the radio in Houston. Fantastic dude. He works for the first. He's like nine feet tall. He's a totally awesome guy and a former Marine. Jesse Kelly says, if somebody breaks into my house and hits my son, Jesse Kelly has like three kids, and it hits my son, well, and shame on them. If somebody comes in the next day with no fear and hits my son again, shame on me. Because I did not instill enough fear in that person or do enough to prevent that person from ever committing that act again. That person should be scared for their life. That person should be scared of the consequences of doing that egregious thing to me. The problem with the Republican Party right now is that we are the abused child and nobody protects us. Our leaders don't do anything to the people who are breaking into our house and hitting our kids. That ends now. That's what we call the new right, ladies and gentlemen. So here is the new right in action. They're going to drag in the, the librarians. Tell you what, the last thing some little snippety leftist communist librarian wants inside the National Archives, sitting there with their card catalog uh, and their little green visor, is a subpoena from Jim Jordan and James Comer. The law enforcement raiding the former president's resident is an unprecedented act. The committee Republicans are concerned that the National Archives would utilize the FBI to gather documents as president. The very nature of this is unconstitutional. The president can declassify documents. The power comes from the president. This is a uh, statement, by the way, from GOP lawmakers. We are going to find the answers to this. Woof. 
The GOP lawmakers stated in a letter to Wall, the committee has oversight jurisdiction over the National Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only so much the American people can take. They're not going to allow this system to carry on. We're not. It's not they're not going to allow it. For the rest of the show, we're going to go real fast. We've got a lot of wood to chop. We're going to go real fast into the stories that are permeating into the brains of normal people as they walk down the street. It is infuriating people, and it's showing that the regime itself is collapsing. This is now the destruction of the machine. I'm about to show it to you. This is the destruction of the machine. When I say that they're a wounded, mortally wounded animal that's behaving like it's scared, not out of confidence, but out of fear, ladies and gentlemen, watch these next four stories. We will give them to you in rapid succession. Get ready. Hunter Biden laptop repairman John Paul Mack says that the FBI threatened him to stay silent. This is the man who exposed the Hunter Biden laptop to the world. The FBI came into his shop and they threatened him. This from the New York Post. Computer repair shop agent who blew the whistle on Hunter Biden's infamous laptop claims in a new book that the FBI agent threatened him to stay silent. And baby, be careful what you say about John Paul Mack because he's also suing various news outlets who defamed and slandered him. And I think he's getting settlements, big ones, so good for him. ALX, who's our producer on the show, we encourage you to follow ALX on Getter and on Truth Social. Absolutely incredible producer of this show. If you want to follow an amazing breaking news account, follow your boy ALX. He is absolutely the best guy at finding information and booking people. ALX, you got to get John Paul Mack on the show. John Paul Mack Isaac, I want to talk to the man who repaired Hunter Biden's laptop. Let's get him for the people. Let's bring him on. Let's see if we can get him on next week. We'll talk about his book. And ladies and gentlemen, blow up the comment section if you want us to have John Paul Mack live on the show. And we are live. We're live right now. We're live on the program. Hold on. I'll prove it to you. I'll read the newest comment. Here we go. Debbie Debbie Caton from Facebook says, uh, thank the Lord restoring and gathering our troops uh, staying on our knees. That's what Maggie Caton said. And Megan Cummings from YouTube said, yes, please. Uh, just said it right now. The speaker has to be Jordan, says Hemi Head uh, from YouTube. And uh, and Carrie Coleman says Biden doesn't believe in freedoms from Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, drain the swamp. And uh, Salty Bastard said drain the swamp with a bunch of salt <laughs> on YouTube. So way to go. I agree with you, Salty Bastard. Ladies and gentlemen, John Paul, John Paul Mac Isaacs, John Paul Max Isaacs, Isaac is the repair shop owner from Wilmington, Delaware. He has a new book out called American Injustice, My Battle to Expose the Truth. He said that FBI came to his shop and told him that he needed to keep quiet. The agent was named Agent Wilson, and he kept walking into his shop, and he turned to face me. Paul Isaac writes of the encounter. I'm reading to you from the New York Post. Isaac said the agent then told him, it's our experience, this is a quote, that nothing ever happens to people who don't talk about these issues. The owner then says he locked the door as the agents walked out to digest the encounter. Was I being paranoid? Or had the agent just told me that he that a direct threat, or at best, a thinly veiled one, he writes. Isaac, 
was left with the laptop from hell after President Biden's son abandoned it in his shop in 2019. So here is the deep state, the Stasi, the American Gestapo, these agents coming in to do the janitor's work for the Biden family. The Biden family needing the deep state janitors to come in, threaten the repair shop owners for not releasing to not release this information, ladies and gentlemen. You may recall, and we don't have the story up, but you may recall that the Secret Service also went in to threaten the gun shop owner inside of Delaware uh, that had Hunter Biden's paperwork that he submitted to the feds where he lied about not being addicted to drugs. They threatened him and wanted the paperwork, and he refused to give it up to the Secret Service. So... The American Stasi, the American Gestapo. Nancy Pelosi's son secretly joined her his mom on a trip to Taiwan. This is the same son, by the way, that is like a total sky. Uh, he's like in multiple lawsuits in San Francisco for running drug flop houses. His name's Paul Pelosi Jr. That it named after the guy who's Nancy Pelosi's husband who went on a bender, apparently had like, various drugs in his system, according to his tox report, and slammed and smashed his car into a gate, into a fence, and another vehicle in Napa Valley. Great namesake there. He's a top Chinese investor in a telecoms company, despite the House Speaker's campaign to tackle China's corporate influence in the United States. Oh my God. Oh, it's so bad. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a Hunter Biden 2.0. Where have I heard about this? Where somebody takes their... Uh, scumbag, coked up kid on a trip, taxpayer funded trip to Asia with them in order to get dirty deals done. Where have I heard that before? Man, it really rings a bell. Really rings a bell. Nancy Pelosi's son, reading to you from the Daily Mail. Nancy Pelosi's son, 53, second largest investor in a $22 million Chinese company. Paul secretly accompanied his mother on a controversial trip to Taiwan last week and seen his photographs, seen in photographs alongside Taiwan's president. Paul worked for a telecoms company. It's called Borks Technology. And the board, oh, wow, so he's a board member. Interesting. Man, it's like, it's like it rhymes here. I've, where have I heard this before? He was awarded 700,000 shares for his services, making him the fifth and then second largest shareholder in the company. His ties to the Chinese firm are revealed as Pelosi campaign tries to tackle the Chinese government's aggression against corporate interests in the United States. Paul's name is not listed in the official delegation sent out by the Speaker's office. Oh, that's weird. In a statement, the Speaker said that her son escorted her on the trip in lieu of her husband, who had to show up in court because he was drunk driving, because he was married to Nancy Pelosi. You know, and it's really hard to blame Paul for that, to be quite honest. If uh, if you had to wake up every single morning next to a woman going, good morning, happy, happy Sunday morning. Could you imagine rolling over and seeing Nancy sitting there and she's like, mm, which broomstick should I take to work today, Paul? It would be so terrible. Get me a gin martini and coffee for breakfast. It wouldn't be good, so... I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. You know, dubs to Paul Pelosi. We, we feel for you, buddy. Seriously. 
And we hope you go to jail. And we hope that Nancy Pelosi goes to jail. We hope you preserve your documents, Nancy. And we hope that you get fully investigated by the next January 6th committee that is run by Kevin McCarthy with... uh, who would be the, the lead investigator? Jim Jordan. We vote for Jim Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, China isn't buying it. They mock selfish child Nancy Pelosi, who after her morning cocktail had this to say about her love of China. Clip six, go. Still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a strong a little bit. democracy, yeah. courageous people, and, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. What? Wait. Nancy Pelosi saying that China's a, a free democracy, one of the strongest democracies, one of the freest countries in the world? China has a social credit score. China has like one camera per person in that country. You can't buy food if you're not in line with the regime. China just did a lockdown of some of the largest cities in the world. Shanghai just had a lockdown. They were locking people in their homes. People were committing suicide in the streets. Nancy Pelosi wanted to bring that to America. Woof. China's run Global Times on Wednesday pounced on Speaker Pelosi when she said China's one of the freest societies in the world. Anyway, apparently she meant to say Taiwan, all right? Mm. There's some uh, there's some black comedy to be found in the communist newspaper's high dungeon that anyone would care insult China as being free. They were very upset that Nancy Pelosi said this about China. <laughs> this tongue slip has drawn wide attention and has sparked a new wave of criticism. China uh, also offended that Nancy Pelosi said, I don't think we have the clip for you, but Nancy Pelosi said, um, when I was a baby, I used to dig on the beach and they told us if we dug far enough, we'd dig right to China. So we're very connected to China. <laughs> Did you guys hear this? <laughs> Come on! We need new leaders, ladies and gentlemen. We can't have it anymore. Nancy Pelosi, you put a saddle, a double saddle, on the back of the tortoise shell where Mitch McConnell lives, and all of y'all just ride off into the Galapagos sunset. Please, take Joe Biden with you. You're all the same ages. All y'all, all y'all are in your 80s. You're done. Be finished. You're in your 80s. Klaus Schwab is 85. George Soros is 95. It makes you wonder why these people are trying to destroy these people who like will be resigned to nursing homes in the next 10 years. All of them. Why they're trying to destroy the world for the rest of us. It's time to put a Josh Hawley and a Blake Masters and a Carrie Lake and a J.D. Vance and people like Lauren Boebert who have skin in the game and kids who are still in school. It's time to put them in charge. It's time to put those people in charge. Matt Gates and the MTGs, the people who still have skin in the game. The people who will be around in 10 years. Sorry, guys, I don't make the rule. Take it up with your creator. Take it up with the divine. He's the one who makes the rules. He's the one who sets life limits. I'm just talking about a physical reality of human beings. They ain't going to be around in 10 years, okay? Yo, we hope that they live happy lives and that they have, they're surrounded by their grandchildren and whatever, okay? 
We don't, we've never wished ill on any other Americans, but it's a physical reality that the people who are destroying the earth right now and trying to bring full-scale communism unto all of us and raiding their, their potential political adversaries' homes, that those people, ladies, are from, they're, they're, they're from a different era. And they do not understand the world as it sits right now, and they do not understand, I think they truly, I think they properly don't understand the threats and the harm and the Black Sabbath that they are bringing upon the new generation. We here, parents, give me a shout out in the comment section. Give me a shout out in the comment section. Let me know, are you a parent? Are you raising kids right now? What's the number one motivation when you wake up in the morning? What's on the top of your head? Your kids' lives. Your kids' lives. That's what's on the top of your brain. That's what you care about. And that's what motivates us every single day on the show. The other thing that we want, we want to protect our kids. We also want to protect handicapped people. That's right. We're totally okay with like the blue, big blue spots at the grocery store. We don't park in them. We, we're not, we're not jerk offs. Like <laughs> We don't do that. But the second gentleman is not gentlemanly. Uh, Kamala Harris's husband parked in a handicapped spot. Did you know this? So here from the Daily Mail, Secret Service blocks off Bunches of handicap spots for 20 minutes while Kamala Harris' husband shops at Whole Foods for blocks of soy to ingest so that he can fuel his liberal tears, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Let's have a sip of our, let's have a sip of our liberal tears this morning. Mm. Delicious. Doug Emhoff's Secret Service, you know, the same guy who kisses Kamala Harris wearing a mask, right? You want to know why him and Kamala Harris have no children? Maybe that's why. Kiss your husband wearing a mask. He was spotted with his Secret Service detail outside of the Whole Foods in Los Angeles. The Secret Service SUVs parked diagonally across multiple handicap spots. Yo! Remember that the next day that Kamala Harris does like a ADA event, right? Remember that the next time that Kamala Harris says she's talking, she's talking about the, uh, you know, the people in society that, ha- that, that need help the most. Hmm. Emhoff was seen picking up dry cleaning as he ran errands with Secret Service protection. Harris has been outspoken about her advocacy for people with disabilities. Oh, there it is. And her stance seemingly in contrast with the scene outside Wednesday. Secret Service spokesman declined to comment. (laughs) It's too good! But these are the things that people see. These are the things that people see. Could you imagine if Donald Trump uh, put the beast in a handicapped spot? Come on, man. Could you imagine? It'd be children in cages all over again. Here we go. Doug Emhoff parking it in a handicapped spot. I'm glad that they talked about Kamala Harris's advocacy for people with di- people with disabilities too. Picking up his dry cleaning, gross. Do we have the photos on screen of the handicapped spot? Yeah, there it is. Scroll down, Sam. Ah, uh, great. Okay, well there you go. Uh, oh, we got a clip too. Okay, let's let's listen to it. Maybe they have footage of it. How you doing, Mr. Emhoff? Have a great day, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, imagine, I mean, could you, I mean, truly, you know, I mean, again, it's not about hypocrisy. We banned the word hypocrisy at Team Benny. We banned the word hypocrisy. You'll never find a headline from us with hypocrisy in it. It's hierarchy. It's always been a hierarchy. It's just hierarchy. They think they're better than you. They're, they about to find out. They're going to learn today. People like Liz Cheney are going to learn today. 
Hageman in Wyoming is leading Liz Cheney by, wait for it, 57 points. <laughs> oh, Harriet Hageman is leading Liz Cheney 57 points in the primary. That happens when? When will it happen? It's going to be like a couple of days. How long until Liz Cheney is out of there? Liz Cheney, by the way, already censured by the Republican Party of Arizona. So how is she even allowed to run as a Republican when her own party says that you're no longer a Republican? How are you even allowed to do that? Uh, Harriet Hageman leads Liz Cheney by 57 points among Republican voters likely to vote in the Wyoming primary. This is according to the University of Wyoming survey. So, I mean, listen, there's plenty of pollsters out there that don't like Liz Cheney and that are really good at indexing Republicans and Republican voters. Rich Barris is our favorite uh, people's pundit. But this is from the University of Wyoming. Yo, this ain't good. Liz Cheney is dunzo. Given the unique attention the race is receiving and the accompanying increase in voter registration and potential party switching, we decided to field the survey at random samples of Wyoming residents. And it wasn't very good. Hageman's lead seems to be a referendum on Cheney rather than an outright support of Hageman. Cheney is allied herself with the January 6th committee on which she sits and she sought to investigate the January 6th incident without focusing on the alleged FBI informants at the Capitol. That's right. Wait till wait till Republicans get control of this thing, baby. Wait till Republicans... Don't make a weapon. Don't make, like, a really dangerous weapon uh, and then hope that it falls into the hands of your enemy. Don't create the nuclear bomb, which was definitely created at Mar-a-Lago, by the way, if you've been following the program. De- uh, Chris, uh, Christopher Ray, Ray and uh, Merrick Garland are on it. The, 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 the nuclear bomb designed... The Manhattan Project definitely happened in the basement of Mar-a-Lago. That's what they were raiding Trump for. And um, don't hope it falls in the hands of the Soviet Union. You know, you, you, you make a weapon and you got to count on your enemy getting their hands on that weapon. We call it the Harry Reid rule. Harry Reid got rid of the filibuster for the Supreme Court. And now Roe v. Wade is overturned. This is all a result of Harry Reid getting rid of the filibuster for the court. And back in the day, Mitch McConnell said, you're going to regret this. And they did. I think the FBI is going to regret this. One of the greatest people running for office right now, his name is Anthony Sabatini. He's been on the program. He's uh, running in a district around Orlando. I don't have the district memorized. He's around Orlando. He's a state house member right now inside of Florida, and he was doing an interview. He's called for the, the, the disbanding of the FBI, the defunding of the FBI. He did an interview with CNN, and it was hot flaming fire ladies and gentlemen your your iphone screens are about to melt when i play you this clip go in florida has a gun ultra mega republican florida state representative anthony sabatini is trying to take right-wing outrage one step further if it was up to me i would totally defund the fbi i'm anthony sabatini He's running for Congress in Florida's 7th District and has been making the rounds on far-right media after writing a tweet saying sever all ties with DOJ immediately and any FBI agent conducting law enforcement functions outside the purview of our state should be arrested upon sight. Common sense. Because? Well, because uh, what they're doing is unlawful. It's time to actually start protecting the rights of Floridians under the 10th Amendment and push back against a lawless federal government. Right now, today, in Florida, FBI agents are chasing down bank robbers, organized criminals, attacking cyber crime in this state, helping local law enforcement. Yeah. 
You yeah, don't so think it's there's an any value in that? It's an illogical argument. The FBI at this point is totally useless. We need to defund it and you let have red no states. Idea what the value of the FBI is. Yes, I do. <laughs> is a former president just above the law no matter what? The FBI is not above the law. If I'm saying they followed the law, which they did, mm -hmm. to enter into that home, should that just not be allowed? The president, the former president, is above the law. He's a political target. He's being harassed by a lawless, you think he's rogue above the law? agency. He's not, it's that's not a lawless they agency. They spied on him. They have no respect for you him. No they hate the conservatives. They hate re the Republicans. Wouldn't it be prudent to wait and see what the facts are before we, we have, have such a draconian facts. statement? We out? have enough facts. <laughs> slow clap for sabatini alx added the lip for alx he's like stop telling me people to book stop it you already have a full show for next week bring on sabatini we gotta get him baby we gotta get sabatini he's just running uh like well i was raised in the country he's running a country mile from here we're neighbors. We're neighbors. We're in Tampa. Sabatini's in Orlando. It's an hour down the road. Let's get Sabatini to come on the show. And isn't that amazing how doing an interview like that shows you exactly what we fight on this program? What we fight on this program every single week is the uniparty, the vertically integrated corporate media machine. It is a structure that is fully integrated into the DNC. Remember that the FBI had a workstation inside of Perkins Coy, the law firm that only represents Democrats, that worked for Hillary Clinton, and that shopped around the dirty dossier. This law firm that, Mike, that Sussman worked at, I mean, we, it's been a while since we talked about this, but this law firm had a workstation for the FBI. How much more vertically integrated can you get? They are one. The corporate press, the deep state, the DNC, they all operate as one. It's a machine, but it's a machine that's breaking. You saw that guy. I don't know who this reporter is. Look at this guy. I don't know who this guy is. I, I, I don't know who this reporter is. I've never seen him before. But isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing to see him on camera being like, talking point, talking point, talking point, talking point. Excuse me. Like, like it, he's arguing, right? He's like arguing. He has his notes there, right? You can see the signature of Christopher Ray on the notes. He has his notes there and he's talking to the reporter who is essentially a spokesperson for the FBI, the DOJ and the deep state. This guy's arguing with Sabatini instead of just bringing you the information. And that's what we do. We let you ask questions of Carrie Lake. We bring on the, we bring on, ask the questions, you ask the questions, you ask the questions. Ask the questions. It's amazing. Instead of instead of doing that and letting Sabatini just speak for himself, these are agents. My dude might as well be wearing one of those FBI blue flimsy jackets. Dude, they're agents. It's so corrupt, and the machine is scared, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Anthony Sabatini, what a baller. We'll bring him on the show next week. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. We already have a couple of big names booked. Is Steve Bannon among them? Woo-doggy. You got to wait for that one. Steve Bannon, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Lee, Jim Jordan, Sabatini. We are getting ready. We have new functionality on this show. We have new tech. We have new machines. It's incredible. We have a, a brand new studio system, new staff. The Benny Show is expanding. We're building. We're hitting record viewership. And it's all because of you. 
and we say thank you. God bless you on Rumble. The Rumble crew is just so hot right now. So hot right now. God bless you on YouTube. On YouTube, the viewership also spiking. Really fun. You got to play. You got to play both fields, baby. You got to get the message out. On Facebook, we love all you. Most of our questions were from Facebook. uh, Facebook commenters uh, for Carrie Lake this week. We did a Carrie Lake Ask Me Anything. And last night, we had Bryson Gray on. The best rapper in America. We encourage you to go check out Bryson's new heater. He dropped a banger this week about the FBI raid. We encourage you to download it. I think Bryson's like number two right now. He might be number one. He might be number one. So ladies and gentlemen, we just want to say thank you. We're nothing without you. We are nothing without you. We do this show for you. You are this show. We read the comments. We put them on screen during the show. You're the show. If you want us to talk about something, we'll talk about it. If you want to ask a question of some of the most powerful people in the country, we'll ask it. And we'll put your name and avatar up on the screen while we do it. This show's about you because this movement's about us. The thing they fear the most is not a protest outside the FBI. That's a trap. Okay? That's a glowy, glowy, glowy deep state trap. Okay? That's what the feds want. What they fear the most is all of us together watching this program. All of us being peaceful and saying, nah, I'm done with this crap. I'm going to run for city council. I'm going to run for mayor. I'm going to run for school board. I'm going to be a precinct committeeman. I'm going to knock, I'm not going to run for anything. I'm just going to knock doors for my local based Republican. I'm going to knock doors, yo. I'm going to buy pizza for a phone bank. That's what they, that's what they're scared the most of. They got no grassroots. They got no support. They're a party that's dying. They are, they're a movement that's, that's, that's dead and gone. Nobody actually supports the liberal world order. That's why we are 80% of the country. We are the God-fearing parents, workers, deplorables here, and we are going to keep this place free because we have our priorities right. God, family, country. That's what we care about on this program, on The Benny Show. This is a show built by you, for you. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week. Have a great weekend in the most incredible country on earth. Let's stay free.